What's up, everybody? This is the Behind the Agency Podcast. I'm Andrew Johnson. And I'm Chandler Welling. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. It's been a minute since we had a podcast. Yeah, it has been about a week. It's good, though. Yeah. Time to reflect. <laughs> exactly. It's been uh, getting ready for a busy time. Yeah, man. I mean, Q4 is upon us. Mm-hmm. I put a little post out last night explaining kind of where my thoughts were. Yeah. I feel like uh, even though we're slammed right now, it's like the calm before the storm. Yeah. Because it's going to get really crazy. Yeah. So um, I wanted to dive in. We got a question. Um, not really a question. Um, some feedback on a podcast from a gentleman named Ryan Basco or Bosco. I'm not sure you pronounce his name. So he had tagged us uh, an Instagram story saying he was listening to the podcast. And I asked him for any feedback, tips, advice, constructive criticism. And uh, he said a couple things. Oh, actually, first off, um, we had talked about on the last um, episode about like uh, agency pricing, like when you're starting out. Mm-hmm. And then I think how we were acquiring clients. Yeah. And he had said that, um, he said he was listening to that uh, episode three. He said, man, this is golden. It's literally how I started out just deeming brands on IG. And then the guy sends me screenshots of uh, some brands that he reached out to that yeah. like, um, that he got traction with. So I guess he sent some videos and the, um, one of the guys, one of the brands responded, hey, love the work, send to, and then he blanked out the email. And he said, um, what did you guys have in mind? So he like sparked up a combo there. Yeah. And then another one, um, he had reached out and said, hey, I'm interested in, and it says blank, blank, wearing blank. So maybe it's like a apparel or something. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you guys can work out for me? Uh, and then they responded, hey, your video content looks great. If that helps you in exchange, exchange for blank, and they blanked out some things, just obviously you didn't want me to know, know who it was, which mm-hmm. I would do the same. But uh, anyways, all that to say, this DM strategy was working for him. So that was cool. Um, So what he said after that was um, topic requests would be scaling and building out a team for multiple different services. Mm. So which is something that, you know, we're kind of always in the thick of. Always doing right now. Yeah. So what was, um, I guess we'll start off by uh, asking you. Um, what that was like, what that process looked like when you were getting started, because obviously you did this by yourself on your phone yeah. for a while yep. before you realized, if I want to grow, I've got to start bringing people in here yeah. uh, to work with me. So what was that process like? When did you get to that point or when did you realize you got to that point where you had to bring on and start scaling the, the company and bringing on more people? Yeah, for sure. So I have touched on bringing on Josh. So in order to keep this fresh, I'm going to bypass that because Josh helped me really. He was my first hire. He's our COO here, um, longtime friend. So I'm going to move to the other uh, departments, if you will, and other employees. So the first step was hiring out a creative team. So for me, that was really interesting because, and and actually a lot of people ask me about this. They want to know how to get started uh, as an agency, like with creative services. And so for us, we started looking for just videographers in the area mm-hmm. and photographers. You know, Nashville is a creative city, but more so in the music industry. So we found a lot of people that had experience with album art and they, had, you know, 
they would do like graphic design and stuff for artists in the yeah. area, you know. And so it wasn't it wasn't our vibe at all. So I was just looking for someone um, that had uh, Instagram story in their portfolio, because I knew if they had an Instagram story in their portfolio, like they've created something for Instagram stories, that they would somewhat understand just the state of you know culture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like sure. that's how granular I got. Yeah. And as long as they had an Instagram story in their portfolio, we would take the interview. And so, um, yeah, we had a few people in here, only a few, like out of maybe hundred resumes, only like two or three people had brand work. And so for us, it was just, um, passing off responsibility and trusting that, that they were going to take the reins and they saw the vision. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, for sure. It wasn't like I brought people in here and I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is how we do it. I was like, we're growing fast and I don't really know what's going to happen. So Mm -hmm. let's just go. Yeah. Um, so that's what's hard about delegating, man. Yeah. Is that you have to just completely offload it and just trust that they're going to do a good job. Right. Especially, I can't imagine how hard it, it can be because I've, I've thought about this a, a few times with the, just the, at the rate that we're growing at. You know, I, I've even asked you uh, privately how hard it is sometimes to let go of some of the responsibilities and, and start, you know, alleviating some of that to other people. The hardest thing is not necessarily the responsibility the responsibility and like the tasks, but mm-hmm. it's like certain clients that you become accustomed to dealing with directly. Yeah. But in order to scale and, and not even just to scale, but in order to service the business properly, you have to do what you're good at. Yeah. And if someone else can do something, you just have to trust them in that. So you can be freed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I think I mentioned last week, I have PTSD of things that like I feel like I have to be doing, yeah. but someone else is doing them now because right. I'm so used to doing all these little things, which is which is unhealthy when you're trying to get stuff done because like I'm always checking things that I don't even need to check. Yeah. It's just habit, you know. I've been doing it for two three years, so um, yeah. For Ryan, I mean, I, I don't know what services specifically he's curious about. It seems like he does some content creation. I checked his profile; he had some pretty dope stuff on there, so. I mean, dude, find a local videographer and just hire them and give them whatever brand you're working on and just let them go. Mm. And like, there's plenty of times too that I would do that. And maybe I wasn't super thrilled with the work at first or, but you just have to like accept that uh, there's going to be a trajectory of growth. Mm. And something, excuse me, something that I wanted to uh, touch on because you have mentioned this to me before, but when you are beginning to scale your team, you a lot of times you need to um, kind of look at uh, you know putting putting basically putting the as you grow putting your your uh, revenue your your money back into the business. Oh, for you, sure. You've talked about this before, where yeah, you, yeah. you talked about making the same amount of money you make when you first started the business because you put it all back into the business. Oh, for sure. And, you know, a lot of times you have to you have to take those personal sacrifices of growing, you know, yourself financially to be yeah. putting it back into the business so that you can continue to scale because that's where you're going to obviously continue to grow. Well, it's, it's actually funny just being transparent. The other day <coughs> I had checked my paycheck and I actually realized that I was paying myself like 30% less than I even was in the beginning of the year, which right. was already less because I was investing the team. Yeah. And I say that because I was only focused on growing the team, which yeah. is, which is great. Like yeah. I just wanted, I would only pay myself when I needed to. Mm. 
Does that make sense? Like yeah. I, did, I wasn't like on a schedule. Um, and then I like, I like did the math. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I've been surviving on like way less money than I thought I ever could. Yeah. Because the only focus is when can we afford to hire? When can we afford to hire? Right. When can we afford to hire? That's the only conversation Josh and I have in terms of operations is mm-hmm. when can we afford to hire? Yeah. And, um, I, and I only say that so that, you know, the, those who are looking to scale have yeah. a realistic view of like sometimes scaling looks like, you know, your own it personal is, life. It is stagnant. always uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It is scary sometimes, yeah. even though we're a very healthy business. It's just when you when you're investing in people's livelihoods and moving them from out of state, mm-hmm. and they're leaving a job that they've been at for five years. Um, that's when it's like okay, so there's a lot of weight that go you know that's behind each hire. Yeah. So that's and we don't hire quick enough, honestly, because it's just scary. You know, when <laughs> yeah. you're growing that quick, it's like, you know. Yeah. Because you're committing to a level of expenses every month. It's always every month our expenses mm-hmm. are going up. Of course, our revenue is going up 40 percent every month. Profit margins are still pretty pretty steady, but it's it's your you're committing to more and more each month. So yeah. it's just like it weighs. Yeah. Um, so you hired your first creative. Yeah. Um, Michael Haas. Actually, it was a fella named DeAndre. That's right. Yeah. And um, DeAndre Holland. He was with us for, I think, four weeks, five weeks, decided to leave, go back into the freelance world. The thing about him was there's not too many people where that can happen, and I'm happy about it, mm-hmm. but that dude, I would give a job in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. The guy came in and sat down and did it. I'm, I'm not kidding you. As, again, as much as I hyperbolize things, the guy <laughs> did not get up one time, except for when we had a hot wing challenge. I got Buffalo Wild Wings with a bunch of hot sauces. He never got up to pee. Like I get all like he literally sat down at six in the morning. He'd come in between six yeah. and seven and work till five o'clock. Like I would leave and I'd be like, like bro, we gotta go. I've I've seen it for myself. We brought yeah. him in here just <laughs> yeah. like a month ago or, or so, and I thought this. I don't think I saw him get up once. Just yeah. sat there and just worked. and he would just airdrop me content. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was sick. He's a good dude. We still keep in touch. Um, he's a very very good dude. So yeah, then we hired Haas, who's um now our lead creative here. Um, and he is, uh, he's been a big part of our growth and building out our, our creative, uh, in mm-hmm. terms of quality and the gear that we have and building out our process and model network. He's huge behind that, which is a huge asset for us is, um, the model network. So, but to answer the question again, it's just, you got to hire people. You just got to do it. There's never a right time at all. Every time we hire, I'm like, okay, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then trust them. Yeah. Um, as long as you know, you know, for us, we want to make sure that, um, they understand the vision yeah. and that um, they're uh, adaptable in terms of like they can learn and be coached and that they'll work hard and then the rest um, will take care of itself. Right. As long as those three things, you know, tick, then, you know, people will acquire skills. Their, their work might not be the best at, at to start. Mm-hmm. Luckily for us, we've had really talented people, but, um, you know, if you always just focus on the pure talent, like you're not going to build a good team that will right. want to go to bat for you. So, right. And, and so what do you think is, is, do you think it's most important basically when you're starting off your, your agency to be focusing on just building a creative team so that you can be pumping out content? Like is that, do you think that's more important than, you know, let's say building out like a, a sales team or, yeah. you know, other, other, um, positions? So, I mean, it's going to be a little bit specific, but just going off, you know, the collective feedback that I've received now that I've been talking about content 
and a lot of people have like you know pretty much everyone talks about content but in terms of just in an agency world like mm-hmm. the agency should be creating content um, because I would say 80% of the agencies like in these Facebook groups they don't create content right, they're yeah. just media buyers yep. so a lot of people have asked this question so coming from that point of view these people need to hire creative teams they could not only double and triple the revenue like what would seem to be overnight yeah. is once you create your own content, you have the leverage on media buying mm-hmm. because people don't understand how important that is. You yeah. know, still, still they don't understand that creative completely changes. Yeah. Like I couldn't imagine being a media buyer at the mercy of everyone else's creatives. Right. It would be a headache, dude. I we have one client that sent us creatives. They're a little bit more picky and the creatives were really, really vanilla. They're not mm-hmm. necessarily bad. They're just not great at yeah. all. Yeah. And it's not not stuff that we would bring to the table, and it's ref, it's reflected in the results in the media buying. Like it's just if people are not, you know, if it doesn't catch their eye. Right. So yeah, people need to just go hire a videographer immediately. Yeah. Like that's how you start. Yeah. Ninety percent of the calls I'm on, they all talk about the same thing. We just they either can't find good content or mm-hmm. they just don't have the ability to to make it themselves. Yeah. So and it, these it, are people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. 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 Yeah, rather than just investing in themselves, yeah. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. Um, scaling, it, but here's the thing. A lot of people might not want to scale. Right. Like, I think Gary Vee talks about this. Like, for the people that are just comfy, like, dude, if I was just a solopreneur and made $200,000 a year and I didn't have to worry about any employees, like, mm. that's great, dude. For me, like, I, I want to freaking eat the world and yeah. take over and have yeah. a 1,000 employees. Yeah. Because, um, and so many people like shit on having a lot of employees for me i just love like teamwork and mm. community i just i really enjoy just yeah. the camaraderie of having a lot of people in oh, a space yeah. right yeah I'm, I'm the same way i mean <clears throat> i've worked i've worked obviously in a work setting with other team members and i've also worked remotely before yeah. on a sales team and i'm the same way dude i asked my wife i almost lost my mind because we were in denver for a little bit and i was working remotely oh uh, dude on, that, our, on our team and i was just in my office in our apartment by myself every day and it ate at me yeah and so coming into this where there's so much um it's just great camaraderie and yeah, yeah. Just great teamwork it's just oh man it's so refreshing yeah so just assuming that that's what people want that's yeah. that's like my my point of view on that so for me we're just we want to hire as quick as possible we want to mm-hmm. onboard um to make sure that we can keep um, the deliverables, not not even just the same, but getting better, you know? Yeah. I, and I feel like what's been really cool is as we've scaled, especially the last two months, our deliverables and quality has gotten so much better. Like mm-hmm. yesterday, we had maybe six clients. We delivered content. Every one of them was just blown away, yeah. which a lo- like most of our clients like consistently love us, but sometimes it's just like, hey, love the video, but this and this and this, mm-hmm. and you know, and yeah. it's just a little bit frustrating when you invest all this time. And yeah. But to me, I'm just like, okay, we got to get better. We got to get better. Mm. But yesterday was a big win for us because it was nothing but like, this is amazing. You guys rock. This is killer. Um, and so then I was like, wow, okay, finally, not only are we growing in size, you know, new employees, new processes, but we're actually getting better, Yeah. which is really cool because a lot of people, as they scale, deliverables tank. And uh, I've, been a, I've, I've led a company that that happened with. And so now I'm like, okay we need to get better. You know, we have so many conversations internally on efficiency, um, quality, making sure all of the creatives are aligned in the process. 
um, Haas and Max have done a really good job building out, you know, if, uh, you know, if I open a project file from any one of our creatives, it should look the same mm-hmm. as if, you know, the next person, the next person. And so yeah. that's something we've gotten, gotten really good at. So yeah, because they're, they all, I mean, I see it every day of them just giving each other like great feedback and, you know, constructive criticism yeah. and everyone that I've, I, everyone here accepts it really well. Like they all want to get better. Yeah. And so that's another thing, just finding those kinds of people who, who want to like perfect their craft. Yeah. You know, they're not just in here trying to like, you know, work by themselves and yeah, do their own sure. thing. Like you scaling, but also bringing in the right people is super important. And that's something we take really seriously here when we're interviewing and kind of like, you know, yeah. protect that culture. So. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think that'll that'll probably wrap it up for mm-hmm. today. We're going to try to keep these short and sweet between 12 to 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten good feedback. Uh, people enjoy, you know, their quick drive to work, listen to the podcast. So um, again, if you guys have any questions, concerns, ideas, um, you can DM Andrew or I, um, hit us up on socials, or you can email podcast at welling.media. Um, and uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. That's it. Thanks.